Welcome to Chapter 1 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Dan Waltz, CIO at MidMichigan Health. In this segment, Waltz talks about being affiliated with the University of Michigan Health System, the organization's outsourcing agreement with Cerner, and their ongoing efforts to connect to the Great Lakes HIE. HealthSystemCIO.com podcasts are sponsored by Mimecast, the leading provider of cloud-based secure messaging, email archiving, continuity, and security solutions. To see how Mimecast can help you avoid appearing in the wrong kind of headlines, call 1-800-660-1194 or visit Mimecast.com. Hi, Dan. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Hello. How are you doing? Uh, to, uh, to give our readers some background, can you just talk a little bit about MidMichigan Health, um, what you have in the way of number of hospitals, ambulatory, things like that? Sure. Um, so we have four hospitals uh, in the area. We cover about 16 or 18 counties in MidMichigan. And we have around 5,000 employees. We have around 500 physicians and advanced practice providers and uh, last year, annual gross revenues around $1.1 billion. And we actually, our balance sheet's really strong uh, at half a billion or $590 million. Uh, so we have a total of 402 hospital beds at four medical centers and 185 licensed nursing home beds and 20 uh, licensed assistant living beds. So pretty diverse uh, system. One other thing is we are... Um, you know, in talks with uh, another health system uh, that's much smaller than us, and so we're looking at, uh, you know, the M&A activity as well. Okay. Are you, uh, you're affiliated with the University of Michigan Health System? Like, how does that work? So the way that works, and I was actually working at University of Michigan when this all went down, is University of Michigan has a 1% um, um, uh, interest or affiliation into mid-Michigan, and they could, my understanding of the deal is that they could have up to 20% over five years, depending on how things go. So uh, we are looking at having access to their specialists and to be able to refer, uh, you know, people to them, and then they are looking at, you know, some of our nursing bed homes and, and our, you know, assisted living beds and things like that. So we're really trying to share our strengths. Okay. And is this something that's fairly new, the affiliation? Yes, I think it happened um, late last summer in 2013. So you're still kind of trying to iron out like it, what exactly it's going to entail? Yes, we have a number of conditions of use uh, clauses in the contract that we're all working on. Okay. But like you said, that the goal is to just kind of uh, you know, be able to... Uh, Use both of your strengths to to provide uh, you know better care, better coordinated care. Absolutely, you know, and and we're able to um, because we're referring uh, more patients to the University of Michigan. It's nice to have the University of Michigan logo on our um, our health system. Right. Do you, does Mid Michigan Health also have um, f uh, physician practices that you own or are affiliated with? Yes, we have employed uh, physicians. Uh, my understanding is we have around 200 employed physicians, and and um, we are using uh, Allscripts Enterprise or Allscripts TouchWorks 
for those systems, for the, uh, for the practices and specialists. Okay. And now what about in the hospitals? What are you using there? So in the hospitals, we've been running Cerner, uh, and we're uh, coming up on the latest release, .28, I believe it is, uh, in the next couple months. And so um, we actually outsource the entire uh, uh, hardware software um, uh, system to uh, Kansas City and Cerner, and then we have uh, staff on site that configure and manage the software remotely. Okay. Obviously, I can see you know, why you would want to do that, but um, was this uh, was this decision, was that something that, that was difficult to come by just because, you know, you, you are obviously spending those funds, but was it just a matter of wanting to make sure that, that things were done right and, and having the, the expertise in there? My understanding, and it, this decision was made prior to me arriving, uh, but I think because of the fast track of trying to get the system up and in uh, very quickly, based on you know the meaningful use requirements and things like that, it was I think it was basically the route of least resistance. Right. And the agreement is still in place. You said for outsourcing. Yes, I think we have a five-year agreement with Cerner, okay. and we're running you know some of their. There are other software pieces, you know, like uh, uh, the surgery software and several other, um, you know, hospital outpatient department pieces of software with Cerner. Okay. How long has that been in, the system been in, do you know? Um, let me think. I think it, the system went in uh, sometime uh, early last year. Okay, wow, so that's still fairly new. Um, mm -hmm. What was it, Do you know what was in place previously? Uh, you know, I really don't. Okay. As far as the status now, you said that, that you're looking at an upgrade in the near future. Yes, we're, we're upgrading to .28. And, and I will say just one more thing on the outsourcing piece. You know, one of the nice things is that when you outsource Cerner, or your outsourcing site is responsible for disaster recovery and and you know backup and all that stuff. So a lot of times in hospitals uh, they can't afford to fund those kind of efforts or don't fund them enough. And one thing about an outsourcing contract is that can't be cut, that can't be compromised. So it's actually in some ways a, a, a nice safeguard. Right. And how does that work in terms of just just meetings? And um, is it kind of similar to how you would do with it with with your own staff? Just like as far as meeting with the the, uh, the Cerner employees who are who are working on the uh, implementation? Yes, they have. Uh, we have pretty much a on-site uh, representative from Cerner here, and we have weekly uh, calls. And our hardware, our infrastructure team is in constant contact with them. You know about the health of the the um, uh, you know connections and and the network speed and all that kind of thing, and then our applications managers and our configurers uh, that do that work you know they're uh, they use the support line uh, whenever necessary, but we do our own work on the Cerner platform. We do the you know various configuration and things like that, and optimization things on site with our own staff. Okay. 
And you said that the you have all scripts in the uh, physician practices. Correct. Okay. Uh, yes, we have uh, all scripts enterprise, or I think they're calling it TouchWorks now. And I think that was put in in sometime in 2011. And what about the the affiliated practices? So they're all running uh, the same software platforms um, uh, at this time. Uh, we have one organization that we're converting the lab system over still, uh, but we'll be on one lab um, after that uh, conversion. Okay. And is that something where uh, um, the health system was providing support for that? Yes. Most of the support for the IT is uh, central out of the, the Midland Hospital here. Okay. And I think we're looking at you know various ways to centralize most of the services. Now, what about uh, health information exchange? Um, are you part of the uh, the Great Lakes HIE? Yes, we are, and that was one of the conditions of use with the University of Michigan. We originally were going down the path uh, prior to meaningful use with uh, DB Motion with all scripts and using that as the HIE community platform. And once we signed with uh, University of Michigan, we began sending you know information to the Great Lakes Health Information Exchange. And we're working with our community physicians to get them set up so they they can review and look at information from that exchange. Okay. Is it pretty robust at, at this point in terms of, you know, the, the, the number of uh, systems that are participating in it? No, <laughs> not at all. Uh, yeah. You know, we're trying to convince the physicians and, you know, and it's been very slow to bring them up. I think we've only got several uh, uh, offices up right now with the viewer. Yeah, that that, that tends to be a, a pretty slow process, especially when yes. you're talking about, uh, you know, among other things, just constrained resources. Mm-hmm. But that HIE as a whole, um, Great Lakes, um, is that something where there there is a good, good amount of participation among, like, other health systems or... Um, it should get better because you know, I think uh, I think Glee, Great Lakes, and MHC, Michigan Health Connect. I think they merged, and okay. just recently in the last month. And so, the issue is though that Great Lakes was using the Optum platform, and and uh, MHC was using the Medicity platform. So we're sending information to the Optum platform right now. So we're not sure exactly how. Um, and which software they're going to end up using. Uh, so if they switch to Medicity, I don't, we don't know what that means in terms of converting the data we already have or, or how we have to change the feeds to the Great Lakes Health Information Exchange, which we call Glee affectionately. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it can never be easy with these uh, state HIEs. No. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.